Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another edition of Sports with BI Podcast on the Block 105 Radio. Today's date is Thursday, June 24th, 2021. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for being with me this morning. Get your lattes ready. Get your turbo shots ready. Get your coffee's ready. Whatever you drink to get yourself up early in the morning. We here right now. And thank you for listening to another edition of Sports with BI Podcast on the Block 105 Radio. Presented by, of course, the Block 105 Radio, www.block105.com. Sports with BI Podcast. Shout out to my sponsor, also Linneo. Lose is not an option. You already know. We're in the building this morning, and we appreciate everybody for listening to the Sports with BI podcast. I appreciate everybody's support. Thank you for listening. Let's go. Yo, we got a, so much, so much information today, this morning, everyone. So much to talk about. I'm a little bit under the weather, so bear with me. If you hear me, you know, we're a little, we're a little, I got a little scratchy throat. So bear with me, please. Please bear with me. You know, I just want to let y'all know if you hear me coughing a little bit. I'm just a little bit under the weather, but I know sports will be. I know weather's changing and stuff. And I'm a little, little under the weather, but I'm good, though. I'm good, though. Everything good. I just want to let y'all know you hear me coughing, you know, just to be professional. I don't want to let y'all know that. But we here, and we're going to get into this. We're going to dive right into it. We're going to get into the top headlines. Top headlines, Las Vegas Raiders defensive end Carl Nassib, Nassib on Monday becomes the first active NFL player to announce he's gay. Nassib revealed Nassib, you know, he, he he's a gay, you know, he announced that he was gay football player. He played for the Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders. Is Nassib reveal will pave, to me, Nassib reveal will pave the way other gay athletes. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, defensive end Carl Nassib has the top seller NFL jersey at Fanatics right now. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? So so basically, you know, Carl came out, came out, you know, said he was gay, you know what I mean? And, you know, for all my listeners out there, you know, you know, Sports with BI is not, it's definitely not the one, the one, the one, uh, to, uh, hold judgment on anybody about how they are. Number one. Number two, excuse me, number two, you know, in this time of day, with the LGBT community and everything going on with that, if I said it right, excuse me, I don't know if I said that right, which, you know, the, you know, basically like the gay community, you know what I mean? It's it's a little bit it's 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 not like back in the day. It's it's more it, it, it's very acceptable that if you have a different situation about yourself, <coughs> excuse me, 
excuse me, y'all, if you have a different situation about yourself that it's more acceptable nowadays than it was years back, like in the early 90s. So it is what it is. Shout out to Carl Nassib, you know, being, you know, stepping up to the plate, coming out the closet, and he will definitely make it more easier for more gay players in um in sports in general to come out and don't be scared about it, basically. So, like I said, Nassib has it. Carl has a top-selling jersey in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Just because he came out, it's crazy. You know what I mean? So it's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's going down. It's, it's it's a lot. You know, it's a lot that comes along with that. And it's not about just the announcement that he said that he was gay. It's the after. It's really the aftermath of what the people are saying after he said it. And it happens to be. And it happens to be really, really positive. So, like I said. There's nothing wrong with it, and um, like I said, he paved the way for more for other gay athletes to come out now that he came out like this. All right, um, and that's what it is. And other top headlines: Should the Pelicans trade Zion Williamson to the Knicks? Now, you already know what Zion Williamson said earlier during the during the regular season that the Garden was the number one place to play in the world, and he wouldn't mind playing for the Knicks. The only reason why this is coming up is because not Zion, but Zion's parents, okay, have an issue with the New Orleans New Orleans Pelicans organization. Zion Williamson himself did not come out and say anything to the press. Of course, you already know uh, Van Gundy, the coach Van. He got Van Gundy. He got stared Van Gundy. He got fired. He got released of his duties of being a head coach for the New Orleans Pelicans. I wonder why. After one year, he's gone already. Alvin Gentry gone already. So it seems like this GM over in uh over in, in New Orleans don't don't got no problem uh, releasing guys to find a new head coach for for for, his, for the organization. I think it was the same. If I'm not mistaken, it was the same GM that was with uh that with that that used to be the GM for, for I can't get, I don't remember, I, I don't I don't get his name right now, used to be the GM for the Cleveland Cavaliers when LeBron played. I can't remember his name off the top. But, um, he don't got no problem <laughs> changing coaches. David Griffin, I think his name is. Uh-huh. David Griffin don't got no problem changing his coaches. You know, he fired Alvin. Now he went with Van Gundy. Van Gundy was a good fit, which I already knew he probably was. He wasn't a good fit to begin with. And um, they're trying to find a new head coach this year for Brandon Ingram and and, and uh, Zion Williamson to see what they can do together. That's a combination. As far as Zion going to the Knicks, huh, I, I would love that. But it's not this part of the sky. That's not going to happen. 
he doesn't become a free agent until another two years. Is he gonna he's in the rookie deal four years? Well, Zion won't be available for free agency for another two years anyway. So, you know, as far as the parents, the father, they can say what they want to say. If, if, the, if the player's not saying nothing, then for the most part, you got to fall back off that. Let's see, let's see what happens. Pie in the sky right now. Sound good. I would love him to come to the Knicks. Pie in the sky right now. The New Orleans Saints running back, Alvin Kamara, was named to NASCAR's first ever growth and engagement advisory on Sunday. Continuing his growing relationship with the sport over the past year. So basically, Alvin Kamara, running back from Northern Saints, y'all know who he is. As on the advisory board for NASCAR to you know to see if he can pull over fans. I really don't know about the sport of NASCAR. They want to get involved in NASCAR. He wants to get people more aware of NASCAR. So NASCAR hired him so he can spread the word about NASCAR. Which is, which is, which is a good look. You know what I'm saying? Especially for the um, African-American community that really does not enter NASCAR like that. He could pull over the African American community over NASCAR. After everything that happened last year with the Black Lives Matter movement, it's only right. So, um, oh, I think that's a good look for NASCAR. Shout out to NASCAR. Shout out to Alvin Kamara for that. That's that's a good look. That's a good look for them. Good look for them. Good look for NASCAR. So I I, I don't have no I don't, I don't have wrong with that. Um, moving right along, should the Browns give Baker Mayfield an extension? Let's see what he does this season coming up. To see if he can deserve if he if he deserves that extension. We will soon find out. It's a big year for the Browns. The Browns are the de facto uh <laughs> Super Bowl champion, you know, uh a dark horse to win the Super Bowl. And we should find out if uh Mayfield got what it takes, basically. You're going to find out. Real soon. We're going to find out. He does, you know, the way he played last year, it was one year that he played really good after Freddie Kitchens got fired and then got a new head coach. So like I said, <coughs> after this year, you make that determination. If he's, this is this is this is his last year to shine before he gets an extension. So, sort sort of sort of like uh, Daniel Jones of the Giants. 
that fourth year, you can see if you're going to move forward with the quarterback that you drafted or you got to go into another direction and get a new quarterback. So we will see, you know, what's going on with that. All right. All right, so you know, let's let's move forward. Let's let's talk about this. Oh man, welcome to Sports with Bi, everybody. Sports with Bi podcast on the Block One Hundred Five Radio. Rhett, good looking. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to express myself on this radio station. Thanks for all my listeners out there. You know, I'm gonna get my analytics numbers up. I appreciate y'all listening. I appreciate y'all listening to me, and um. I really, I really appreciate all the support out there. Keep on, keep on listening, people. Keep on listening to Sports with Bi. Let's get these analytic numbers up, man. All right. I'm trying to be sportscaster. Sport. I'm trying to be podcaster of the year, man. I'm trying to take that. I'm trying to take that. I'm trying to take that bull by the horns and become sports podcaster of the year on the Block One Hundred Five Radio, baby. We know. Shout out to Linneo. Of course. I managed to be the best, you already know. And um let's let's go. Let's 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 get let's get this situation started. Let's go with this. You already know what we're about to do. We got the results of of the of the NBA playoffs. You know what I'm saying? On the West Coast, the Jazz and the Clippers, of course, the Jazz, the Clippers beat the Jazz. Game six. They win the game. They win the series four to two. Now they play in Phoenix. They down to Phoenix. The, the LA Clippers are down to Phoenix 0-2 already. All right. So you already know. They down 0-2 to Phoenix already. Going back to the Clippers. Going back to the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard's not playing though. Remember that Kawhi Leonard got is not playing. He got hurt versus the Jazz. He didn't play in game one. He didn't play in games one or or two. Phoenix series. It's out. Chris Paul out for the first two games. Devin Booker in game one had had his first triple double. A masterpiece. The Clippers are down 0-2. So let's see what happens in game three tonight. Thursday night. Let's see if the Clippers have the resolve to come back because they had that game too, but Paul George missed two critical free throws at the end of the game, and Aiton, DeAndre Aiton, had the alley oop to win the game, which should have never happened if Paul George would have hit his free throws, basically. Paul George choked. He didn't hit the free throws. So we'll see what happens in that series. They down 0-2 with Paul coming back in game three tonight. All right. And then of course we have Donovan Mitchell losing. Not happy with that. And you know Utah had the best. The best record in the West, in the in the Western Conference this year. Yes, you know Donovan Mitchell got hurt. He was hobbled somewhat, but there's no excuses in playoff basketball. 
Yes, Donovan Mitchell was hobbled. And but they lost, man. And a lot a lot of his guys didn't step up to the plate in Utah. So they gotta figure out on the offseason what what can they do to make this team better? Of course, you already know the point guard for Utah didn't play. Which meant a lot. Mike Conley Jr. didn't play, which meant a lot. He's a free agent. So, you know, they gotta find themselves a point guard because at the end of the day, Donovan Mitchell was doing a lot of point guard duties. And that was taking him away from being the aggressive scorer that he could be, because he had to he had to uh, facilitate, probe, and do other things out there that he sh- normally shouldn't be doing. Uh, he has to concentrate on being the main man out there and scoring that basketball. But not only he had to score the basketball, but he had to make sure to get his all his teammates involved, which he does. But he's not a de facto point guard. He's a two guard, the Wayne Wade type, with a jump shot though. So, he can shoot better than Dwayne Wade. So, I mean, you know, offseason is going to be rough for Quinn, si- Quinn Snyder, head coach in Utah Jazz. They got to go back into the, their bag and figure out what they're going to do for next season. Because um, Donovan Mitchell's tight, as he should be. Moving forward. The Hawks in the 76ers. The Atlanta Hawks beat the Philadelphia 76ers 4-3. All right. Game 7 win in Philly. Uh, you know, this is the biggest, this is the biggest, the biggest one, the biggest one of them all, man. The Hawks advanced to the Eastern Conference Finals. <coughs> So you got the Clippers in the, you got the Clippers and Phoenix. Phoenix up 0-2-0 in, in the Western Conference Finals. And now we're talking about the East, here, ladies and gentlemen. The East. The Hawks beat the 76ers in seven. The Hawks went four to three. Oh my God. Where we want to start. Yeah, we know. That's the this the elephant in the room. This is the biggest sports talk. This is the biggest it this is the biggest sports talk issue. We're going to call issue, you want to call uh, situation in, in sports right now with the Hawks beating the 76ers. Very, very disappointing for the, for the 76ers to lose like this. <coughs> They're in the same breath. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. But in the same breath, what do we have here? The Ben Simmons saga. And we're going to dive right in to the Ben Simmons story, the saga, um, crazy. The state of the 76ers after the Eastern Conference law, Eastern Conference final, Eastern Conference semifinals laws. Simmons did not attempt a field goal Excuse me. In, in 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 four games, in four games, a field, a free throw in four games. If I'm not mistaken, I forgot. I forgot. I I I I can't remember the stat right now for Simmons. I think in the in the last four games, Ben Simmons did not attempt a field goal in the fourth quarter. 
crazy. The stat line is crazy. In the like in the last four yeah, four games, he didn't attempt a free throw. He didn't attempt a field goal in the fourth quarter. Crazy, yo. He basically was scared to shoot. Cause he he couldn't make free throws. And that was a really, really, really it that was a determining factor in that Philadelphia Atlanta series. That that boy did not want to shoot that ball. The stats as it is what they is. At the end of the day, if you watch the games, you already know what Ben Simmons did. Absolutely nothing in the fourth quarter. Okay? It it was it was sad. It was sad. I had to see that boy out there and not shoot that and, and not attempt a free throw. <coughs> Actually pass the ball up. Because he didn't want to shoot the ball. Horrible. Free throw attempts. Free throws, horrible. The boy can't shoot. And it's really, really sad about Ben Simmons. He can't shoot the ball. And this was an ongoing saga with Ben Simmons throughout his career. And I always said, if you listen back to Sports with B.I., I always said, Ben Simmons got to shoot the ball every offseason. I say Ben Simmons got to work on his jump shot. I've been saying this for years. I've been saying this over the airwaves for years. If you listen to Sports with BI podcast, <coughs> okay, on Anchor, Apple iTunes, Spotify, look in the archives. I've been saying this year in and year out. Before I was on the Block 105 Radio, when I was just basically on Anchor, Apple iTunes, and Spotify, Sports with BI, before I connected with Rec, I've been telling y'all this about Ben Simmons. He needs to have a jump shot. But every offseason, the boy never worked on a jump shot, and they caught up to him this year. Now Ben Simmons got to get out of Philly. I agree with all the experts that talk. Because I'm an expert myself when I talk about sports. It's time for Ben Simmons to get out of Philly because it's time. Like I said, at the end of the day, I can't blame all of this on Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is a professional. He's definitely responsible for his own well-being and what he does on in the offseason. It was definitely documented, though, but I have to say this. It was definitely documented, though, that Ben Simmons doesn't work always, uh, doesn't work always around his family, which is good. But they said that he's baby, that his family babies him. He loves to go to L.A. and South Beach. You know, he loves that Kylie Jenner. Loves her. I know that's who he used to deal with. I don't know if he do anymore. But L.A., you know, and South Beach, you know, Instead of being on LA and South Beach in the summer, he didn't work on his basketball game. And he doesn't, he didn't. And it showed up this year. Finally went back to bite him in his ass. 
I think Ben Simmons is an excellent, excellent player. But you cannot be that good and that big without having a jump shot. It's just not going to work. And at the end of the day, it caught up to him. So now he got to get back into his. He got to get back into his bag. He got to work on his jump shot, man. You know what I'm saying? If, if the Philly do trade him, who's going to want him? Somebody will definitely take Ben. But the thing is, with Ben is, he has to work on that jump shot. Even if it's a 12 footer, he ain't got to shoot threes, man. He just got to get that confidence back. Because at the end of the day, he was 32.7% from the free throw line in the series. And 70%, this was a, this was this was an issue about Philadelphia last year. Can can Ben Simmons and Embiid play together? Well, hell, they took different fights to go to the All-Star game this year. Two different private jets. Embiid took his own private jet, Ben Simmons' own private jet, to go to the All-Star game this season. They don't like each other. They don't get along. It's time for Ben Simmons to go. 70% of the offense is ran through Embiid to begin with. Let's let's make no let's let's make no let's make no bones about it. <coughs> so at the end of the day, if you got seventy percent of the offense running through Joel Embiid, and you got Ben Simmons sitting on the side looking at what's going on, he's not active in the offense. Doc Rivers, and and, and I and, and I blame Doc Rivers and them as well. This this is this just this all this just don't fall on um you know th- that's how I feel all this all this Ben Simmons talk this just don't fall on Ben Simmons man let's keep it real Doc Rivers and them knew that that boy couldn't shoot already they knew he couldn't. So they let the whole season go by. The whole season. That's what, no, nobody, this is Sports with BI, y'all. Welcome to, hold on. This is Sports with BI, giving you the insight of what I think, okay? What I know is true. Let's keep it real. All right, let's keep it real, ladies and gentlemen. All this whole damn season, they knew the boy couldn't shoot last season. Why didn't they start attempting to help this boy shoot the basketball correctly? Now that he cracked, now that now now that is a crap shoot. All of a sudden, everybody will get down on Ben Simmons and trade Ben Simmons from the San Francisco. But I have to pause, and, and nobody has mentioned this on any platforms. And I'm going to mention it right now because I know my due diligence and I know what the hell I'm talking about. Okay? When is somebody going to start blaming Doc Rivers and that coaching staff knowing that boy couldn't shoot the ball to begin with? Why would they get him help? 
Why would they hire him a shooting coach during the season so he can improve during the season to get better shooting jump shots? Or shooting that ball for the perimeter? They knew damn well that boy couldn't shoot. I mean, it's getting to a point where Ben Simmons didn't want to shoot a jump shot around his teammates. He was scared to shoot the ball in front of people because he couldn't shoot. Man, he should have stayed out to practice every day in a regular season to practice his jump shot. They should have made him do that. See, that's, see, that's a coaching staff error right there. That's a coaching staff error right there. Now, you remember the New York Knicks, and I know I remember the New York Knicks coach. I remember... What do we, they used to talk about us during the season. That's why we ended up being the fourth seed. And, um, you know, Julius Randle was the leader of our team, obviously. And he used to stay late every day. Then Emmanuel quickly would stay late. Then Obi Toppin started staying late. The Jalen Rose started stay, I mean, uh, excuse me. <coughs> then Derrick Rose stayed late. You know what I'm saying? So, so forth and so on. R.J. Barrett. So, once they see the leader of the team staying late, everybody wants to stay late and put them hours of work in to shoot better. You understand? You're only good as the leader of your team. You're only as good as your coaches there. Shout out to Tom Thibodeau for winning coach of the year. He deserved it. His players came out and played basketball. They learned, they, they, they stayed at the practice to shoot. You know what I'm saying? Who's the leader? Who's, who's, who's the real leader in Philadelphia? You know, Doc Rivers goes out again, man. So, all, it's a big topic of discussion, and I made my point to how I feel about it. So Ben Simmons get out of Philly, absolutely. But I, like I said, I I I, I got to put some blame on that coaching staff, man, for not for not giving that boy and not making that boy, making that player, making Ben Simmons better for himself during the regular season. So when it's playoff time, he would already have an idea or what he was doing to shoot the ball, or something, improvement, or something, improved dirt, improvement in season, off-season workout. Soon as Ben Simmons, soon as Doc Rivers was hired, the first order of business is to find Ben Simmons and get his ass in the gym and start learning how to shoot correctly. Bottom freaking line. And I'm going to leave it at that. Can Ben Simmons be fixed? Yes, he can. Who's going to take, take time out to fix him is the, is the question. Is Dow Moore going to trade that boy out of Philly? We're going to find out. What sports will be out, we'll let y'all know. We'll definitely let y'all know. And in the other matchup, Nets versus Bucks, the Bucks win in seven. Okay. Of course, you know Kyrie Irving with the with the with the 
ankle injury, out, hurt. The Nets had the next bench had zero points in the fourth quarter in Game Seven. Zero points, ladies and gentlemen. Zero points in the fourth quarter for the new for the, for, for for the Brooklyn Nets. <coughs> zero points for the bench. So here we go again. Whole facts. If you are a top-heavy team, like the Brooklyn Nets was, Kyrie, KD, and of course James Harden, top-heavy, top, top-heavy team. Who you got to support? Joe Harrison showed up. Joe Harrison show up, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Harris was a shell of himself. He did not show up in this series. Excuse me. Sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. It's supposed to be a little under the weather. I'm so sorry for that. Okay. Joe Harris did not show up. Sorry for the interruption. I had to blow my nose. I'm so sorry, people. I know it didn't sound right over the camp, over over the over the over the airwaves. I'm so sorry, but I couldn't hold it no more. I had I had to do that. But back to live action. Joe Harris was a no show. He bummed out this series. Like I said, y'all. You know, I, I went over. I see the masterpiece though. I went to Game Five, you know. I went to Brooklyn, the Game Five. No, uh, I watched the masterpiece. I watched the masterpiece in, in person. The forty-nine point triple double from KD. I was there for that game, but then they turned around. That was just last Tuesday, but then they turned around, right, and lost Game Six in Milwaukee. And then they turned around and lost Game Seven in Brooklyn. And yeah, boom, season over. Of course, you know Kyrie out. James Harden the shell of himself. He was hurt. he was hobbled, and no no bench support. Then you got Steve Nash, first year head coach. But remember what they said, right? Remember what they said, right? Kyrie, you remember Kyrie and um and KD? They said they don't need no head coach. That's what they said, right? I must agree. Magic Johnson was on first take with Stephen A. Smith uh, a day or two ago, on Monday, right? When Max Caliber and, and, and Molly, you know, and Molly, Quinn Rose, you know, Magic was on that show. Well, you know, and we, they were talking about that, and I agreed. And I already agreed that. I already, I already was on board with that before they said it. When Kyrie and KD said they don't need no head coach. Oh yes, you do. Oh yes, the hell you do need a head coach. The call to call the call plays in the timeouts. For personnel purposes. 
okay? I want to hear this crap about you don't need a head coach. Yes, you do. Steve Nash, you know, it was KD and nothing at this point. With, with, no, with no bench points in the fourth quarter, the Nets didn't have a chance, man. And they lost the series. You know, they talk about karma. The karma of the, new, the, the, the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. Let's dive into the karma of the, of the Brooklyn Nets. Well, first you got KD and 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 and, 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 and Irvin saying they don't need no head coach. That's karma. That went back. That that came back to bite them because they do need a head coach, right? They can't win everything by themselves. They need a head coach. And then they handpicked Nash after that. Kenny Atkinson go. Okay, cool. What happened with that? Absolutely nothing. So then you turn around and James Harden forced his way out of Houston. He came in he came Harden came in came into Brooklyn with the fat suit. He got himself back in shape. Right? Did you got you got you got you got Kyrie Irving missing games? On COVID protocol, because he want to go to his sister's birthday party or his father's birthday party, whatever. A whole bunch of nonsense out of Brooklyn. Then they had to turn around and get it back together. And they never was healthy. They're definitely going to be a front runner next year, but they need some help. And they don't got no defense. No defense at all. No defensive presence at all. Yes, Jeff Green. Jeff Green gave you a beautiful game. Seven for eight from three-point land. The game that I went to last Tuesday, Game Five, the masterpiece, the the, the rant masterpiece. I seen history that day, y'all. I seen history that day. That was the best game Kevin Durant ever played in his life, and I was there to see it, and I'm proud to say that. And it was in Brooklyn. I know I'm a Knicks fan, but you know I respect Brooklyn. I respect KD's game. He showed out. They lost, but he showed out. So let's see what they do to retool their team. And another thing, Giannis Andrew showed up. Giannis showed up. Game five, he was a shell of himself. Game six and game seven, he showed up. And, and I got to respect him for that. So let's see what Giannis Andrew and the Milwaukee Bucks can do against the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, excuse me, <laughs> the, the, the Atlanta Hawks. Let's see if the Atlanta Hawks can pull. Can the Atlanta Hawks pull out the upset? Oh my God, that's going to be very interesting series. Hawks versus Milwaukee. I'm still taking Milwaukee to go to the finals, though. Absolutely. And in the West, of course, my Los Angeles Clippers. We're going to find out what they do without Kawhi Leonard. I don't think they have a chance against Phoenix. You know. The Clippers is my is my, my my second team in the NBA, and I'm pulling for them, man. I'm pulling for them, but I gotta be realistic. I don't know if they're gonna be able to beat Phoenix with Chris Paul coming back in Game Three. I don't think they're gonna. I don't know if they're gonna be able to do that. But I definitely got. So my my finals is basically 
the Phoenix Suns versus the Milwaukee Bucks. And then when it comes down to that, we'll figure out if Sports will be out, we'll have, we'll figure out everything else that comes along with that, you know, with that, with that situation in the NBA, the finals, the, the NBA finals. But, you know, that's next month in July. But, you know, we got some time to go on and think, you know, we got some time to enjoy the games and we got some time to see what happens with that. You know what I mean? They talk about Devin Booker is a new is a person Kobe Bryant. I'm not gonna agree with that with Stephen A said. This is only one Kobe um being Bryant. God rest his soul. I'ma fall back on that, on that quote that he made about Kobe, because Kobe's one of ones. And um I'ma fall back off the quote. Is Devin Booker the, the present Kobe? I mean, he's a killer. He he he's an assassin. He's definitely aggressive on the offensive end. As far as him being Kobe now, prototype, nah. Not yet. This is first go around. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not anointing him that yet. Definitely not. You know that's what Stephen A. said. That's the sports we got. Don't say that. No, 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 not yet. The NBA draft lottery came up. You know what I mean? You know. The lottery came up. The Detroit Pistons win the top pick in the 2021 NBA draft lottery. And the Rockets get the number two pick. All right. So you already know. The Pistons got the number one. The Rockets got the number two. So God bless them. I'm just damn, I'm just happy the Knicks ain't in the damn. <laughs> I'm just happy that the Knicks ain't in the lottery. <laughs> It feels so good not to see the Knicks up there, man, in the lottery, man, and all them other teams struggling. That means we're doing something right in New York, man. We're not we're not hitting the lottery no more. It's over for that, man. We don't we're gonna never want to see the lottery again, man. We're in the lottery, that means you suck. All right. As we continue on, got some NFL news and notes, y'all. And thank y'all for listening to the show. It's Sports with BI on the Block 105, on the block 105 Radio, www.theblock.com. Shout out to my man, Rec. I appreciate the support, Rec. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate you. And once again, and once again, Remember to check me out on the Thursday night interviews. Sports will be our Instagram Thursday night interviews. Remember, and check out my Instagram page to see all my Thursday night interviews. Go to my series and check out all my Thursday night interviews. I'm having an interview this Thursday. I mean, excuse me, tonight. Special guest. We're gonna let. We're not gonna reveal who the guest is. You gotta tune in to check that out. All right, on my Instagram page, Sports will be I. You can check me also out on. Excuse me. Also check me out on check my check my um content out on Facebook. Bi Wells and Brett Wells. Check out my two sports pages on on Facebook. Like I said, Instagram Sports to Bi. Lowercase letters and check out my website, y'all. Dope. Sports lowercase sports with Bi dot com. Check it out. My website is dope. 
All right, it's a nice website. Um, and you can also check out the audio version of Sports with Bi, which you listen to right now on the Block One Hundred Five Radio on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple I and Apple iTunes. Go to I mean Apple Podcasts. So what you do is you press that purple podcast button on your Apple phone and type in Sports with Bi, and you'll see all my audio content. I'm talking about. We got I got so much I got so much audio content it's ridiculous. So check it out. You know what I'm saying? On Apple Podcasts. Go to Apple Pod go to Pod, press the the purple icon the purple podcast icon on your on, on your Apple phone and type in sports with BI. You can check out all the content. Absolutely, absolutely nice. We got some NFL news to note, y'all. You know, we're going on to the forty fifth minute of the show. Thank you for listening to Sports with BI Podcast. The NFL news and notes we have here. The 49ers' George Kittle explains why the Jaguars' Tim Tebow wasn't invited to the T, the tight, the T, the tight end university. So basically, they have, you know, after mandatory training camp, they have tight end university uh, led by um, George Kittle. So all the type tight ends have their own little camp, you know, the home name skills. Kittle, you know, all, all, all the all the big-time big tight ends. Kansas City tight end, Travis Kelsey. All the big-time tight ends in, in, in the league. They, they, they get together the whole new skills. But, of course, you know, Tim Tebow wasn't invited, as he shouldn't. He's not a type tight end. So why, so why, so why should he get invited? No disrespect. I mean, he, he he doesn't deserve to get invited. He's not a tight. He hasn't played in what four years, and he's tight in his position. So he should absolutely not not be invited, as he should. He don't. No, excuse me. Nobody has to give that man an explanation why he didn't hide. Why he why he didn't pick to go to that to, to tight end you. The Rams. Listen, what about the Rams' Matthew Stafford? Taking it slow, but making progress with his new team. Yeah, Matthew Stafford. You got a lot of pressure on you, man. They paid a lot for you to come over to the Rams. Now you got to deliver, Matthew. You know what I'm saying? Learn that offense. That Sean McVay offense over there in Los Angeles. You got a top 10. You got probably the best defense the best defense in the National National Football League. So now you got to cover that offense until top 10. Basically. Okay. So the Hall of Fame wide receiver Isaac Bruce sees greatness in the Eagles, Devontae Smith. Smith is six foot 166 pounds. The number 10 overall pick. What? What? Of course, on the other hand, Smith's size is a bit concerning. Of course it is. He's very thin at the wide receiver spot. Six foot 166 pounds. Entering the 20, 2021 draft, the past seven receivers picked in the top 10 measured an inch taller this Smith and about 35 pounds heavier. 
the prototype was basically six foot, six foot two, two hundred twelve pounds on the average. He's six foot, one hundred sixty six pounds, thirty five pounds lighter than what the prototype is. So. Isaac Bruce basically was the same weight as Devontae Smith going in to NFL play when Isaac Bruce played. Of course, he's a Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? Hall of Famer. He's in Canton, Isaac Bruce. So I, I understand. He has confidence in him, so he should be able. He should work with them. He should. He should work with Smith to really see, you know, to really, to really try to, you know, help the kid become a better football player, and you know, and, and put some weight on the kid because the kid needs, you know, he's small. Smith is small. He's he's, he's very thin, very very thin. And playing out there with the big boys, he's gonna get knocked around. Even though I I I I cannot I can't I, I can't, I can't Delta kid, yo. At the end of the day, the kid still ripped them, ripped them up. Okay. Ripped them up. The SEC play. Shit, Heisman Trophy winner. So don't discount Smith because he's small. Because the boy can still play the game. Okay. Don't don't just don't just don't discredit him like that. The boy can still play football. But, you know, college is different from NFL, y'all. And we all know that. So we're going to see if he can, you know, get himself together. You know, take, 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 you know, let Isaac Bruce help him out. We talk about the Hall of Fame and Isaac Bruce to play for the St. Louis Rams. All right? Before they went over to Lord, before they went over to L.A. They were St. Louis first, as y'all know already. Him and Tory Holt put a lot of years in together. You know what I'm saying? Him and Tory Holt put a lot of years of, of service in NFL together. Tory Holt was a hell of a football player, his damn self. Wide receiver. And for Kurt Warner, you know, Marshall Falk. Of course, you know that, you know that offense was called the greatest show on turf. Absolutely. And Isaac Bruce was doing it before the greatest show on turf was even thought about. Isaac Bruce was putting in putting in years of service for a long he was putting in service for a long time. Before the Rams before the St. Louis Rams became really good. You know, we keep an eye on we're gonna keep an eye on Devontae this year. Let's see what he does. Of course we got the WNBA, the sports with BI, WNBA power rankings. And it goes a little something like this. At number one, the Seattle Storm, 12 and 2. At number two, the Las Vegas Aces, 10 and 3. At number three, the Connecticut Sun, 9 and 5. At number four, the Chicago Sky, 8 and 7. At number five, my New York Liberty, seven and seven. And number six, the Washington Miskits, six and six. And number seven, number six, the Washington Miskits, six and six. And number seven, 
The Phoenix Mercury, six and seven. At number eight, the Dallas Wings, six and eight. At number nine, the Minnesota Lynx, five and seven. At number ten, Los Angeles Spark, five and seven. At number eleven, the Atlanta Dream, five and seven. And at number twelve. Mm, mm, mm. Listen here, listen here, listen here. What a damn shame. The Indiana Fever at one and fourteen. Damn. What happened? What in the hell happened over there? Indiana, the Indiana, the Indiana Fever, man, they gotta get it together, bro. They're looking bad over there, man. Yeah, Devin Booker broke his nose, man. Tonight, man. I don't know if he broke his nose, but it looked like he did. I ain't no doctor, but it didn't look good. Didn't look good at all. Y'all can see that. Trey Young being the most important player in the Eastern Conference Finals. Can he take can he can he actually lift up at, uh, the Atlanta Hawks and take them to the promised land? We will soon find out. We will soon find out. Damn it, them damn Yankees suck. They lost to the Kansas City Royals tonight. Six to they lost to the Royals six to five, man. Damn Yankees. They bad, man. The Lakers Caruso arrested for marijuana possession. Los Angeles Lakers guard Alex Caruso arrested in Texas for marijuana possession. You know, we just gonna dip it down because we got five more minutes, y'all. Los Angeles guard Alex Caruso was arrested and released on Tuesday for possession of marijuana and drug paraphernalia, according to the Texas A&M police. Caruso tried to board a flight at Eastern Airport in College Station, Texas, which is located on the Texas A&M property. The Transportation and Security Admission searched Caruso's bags and found a herb grinder that also contained marijuana. Caruso was arrested for possession of at least two, council, two ounces of marijuana. He was released post and bound. Caruso played collegiately for Texas A&M and is in a restricted free agent this offseason. Okay. So, you know, Marijuana is not legal in Texas, so that's why. 
Gotta be more careful, young man. Vanessa Bryant, Vanessa Bryant and the families of the other crash victims agreed to settle a lawsuit versus pilots and state and helicopter company. Vanessa Bryant, the widow of the late NBA Hall of Famer Kobe Bryant, has agreed to settle a lawsuit against the pilot and the owners of the helicopter that was crashed last year, killing Los Angeles Lakers legend Kobe Bryant and the Bryant's daughter Gianna and seven others. Vanessa Bryant, her children, and relatives of the additional victims filed the settlement agreement notice Tuesday with the federal judge here, but terms of the, of the confidential deal were not disclosed. Okay. As they should. Okay. As they should. And we, we got we got a lot of things going on with this. <laughs> they, they text. They, they testing. They they checking these guys with the spider tech shit now. All right. The other night. I think it was Wednesday, Tuesday night. The Washington Nationals Max Scherter's muffed as umpires inspected him three times. Got so crazy. The man almost pulled his pants now because he was just sick and tired of them checking him. Crazy, yo. That's the new guidelines, man. Scherzer was expected three times for the use of a former substance on a baseball during his five inning outing against Philadelphia. The first two inspections came after the first and third innings. Yep, the obscenity is a part of the new normal as starting pitchers have to be told that they can be expected two inspections per, per outing. Crazy, man. Well, Serge is definitely, um, he's a Hall of Fame pitcher. Unbelievable. And that's going to, you know, that's, that's the news and notes, man. You know, that's, that's, that's the late news and notes for a sports for BI. But like I said, you can check us out every Thursday. From 9 to 10 o'clock on the Block 105 Radio. You can check out the Sports with BI website. Um, lowercase letters, sportswithbi.com. You can check out my Instagram page, sportswithbi on Instagram. Check me out. You can check out my Facebook page. Um, sports, um, Brett Wells and, and BI Wells. Both of my sports pages. Check it out. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Direct. The Block 105 Radio. I thank y'all for the support. I appreciate everybody for listening to the show. Sorry for me feeling a little bit under the weather. My fault. I'm going to feel a little bit better next week. I love y'all. God bless. See y'all next Thursday. Peace. Thank you for all the support. Uh-huh.